Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another Red Box review with your host, Cool Whip and Sugar And Sugarcane's Red Box movie reviews. I'm Cool Whip. I'm Sugarcane. Juice Box is on the ones and twos back there. And we are back to bring you another movie review to take your mind off of everything that's going on. And this week, actually, this month or this quarter or this year, we decided to review the 1991 smash hit Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Secret, Secret of the news. Right. Um, can I just start is off? That, with, wait, is that why you guys are late today? Were you like practicing that before you came over here? <laughs> you could tell. Yeah. It took us all morning. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we got it. I just want to say real quick, I paid two ninety nine to watch this movie today. Oh, man. You did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm really upset about it. And in case you guys are already wondering where you can stream and watch again, potentially, or for the first time, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. It is on Amazon for $2.99. The way this episode came about is I was telling these guys I had some issues with this film. And the reason I had issues is because we were in the beginning of quarantine stages and it was on Netflix, so it was free. And my kids are really into the Ninja Turtles. So I said, yeah. hey, instead of watching these cartoon BS things that are going on right now, let's watch the OG movies. So we watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, <laughs> Secret of the Ooze, six times on Netflix. And over the six times, I developed theories. And I, I had oh. these ideas about what is going on and what is not literally feasible. Like, it's completely fictional, obviously. But oh, there, yeah. there, there is, <laughs> what gave it away? There's like an inception of fiction going on in this movie. <laughs> So, <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're going to go down a couple of holes today. Right. So, we hope you guys are going to settle in, relax, and enjoy this review of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Can we just say TMNT? Or just, just call it Turtles. Secret of the Ooze. Turtles 2, man. Yeah, Tur Secret Turtles of the Ooze. Uh, let me just say, I'm excited to hear about where you're going with this because I watched this movie over two days and it was boring as shit. <laughs> like, I didn't even have a nostalgic, like, good feeling about it. Because I kind of, I remember watching it as a kid. Yeah. But watching it, just, I tried to watch it with Barrett. He wasn't even having it. He wasn't even interested in these Ninja Turtles. Sam was interested in the movie. Like, all right, so we watched all the cartoons a couple of years ago. And I was like, oh, we'll check the movie. Same thing. Check the movies out. And she was like, mm, boring. I like the cartoons. Now she watched the movie and she's like, I want to see the other movies. So that's true. And yeah. I've got a 10 year old who I'm trying to wean off of cartoons. So I'm like, hey, there's this live action stuff that's going on that you would probably be really into. Turns out he is into it. I think, honestly, before we just dive into this, that the animatronics back in the day supersede anything that's going on now. I thoroughly enjoyed Jim Henson's creation of these come to life characters. Okay. Um, and that speak and that, that'll roll right into it because the opening 
thing that comes up on the screen in this movie is in memory of Jim Henson. So right. he must have died, what, probably pretty right recently, around right around yeah. that time. So they were kind of honoring him. I also remember going to the Rivergate 8 behind the movie theater, or behind the mall, when I was a kid and watching the original Ninja Turtles live action movie, my mom took me. Uh, she took me to see Turtle or Secret of the Ooze. And then I don't think I was interested past that, but they did make a third film. Uh, So this is a trilogy, and we are going to skip over one and get right into number two because there's a lot going on here. All right, so the director of this movie, Secret of the... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are we going to do any background? Wait a minute. Are we going to do like a plot and stuff? Oh, yeah. I completely forgot about that because most people out there probably might have no idea what we're talking about or never seen this movie. Right. It is our goal, at least mine, out of the three of us, to uh, put it, to put something into your brain that will make you want to fork out $2.99 and go watch this tonight on Amazon. What we do on Cool Whip and Sugar Cane's Redbox Movie Reviews is we start off with the plot in a segment we call... Plot by Juicebox. And that is where we, Juicebox, will read the actual plot of the film, uh, according to IMDb. Then we're going to kick it back to him for his own words on what the plot should read. Fresh take. The Turtles and Shredder battle once again, this time for the last canister of the ooze that created the Turtles, with which Shredder wants to unleash an army of new mutants. I mean, that's that, that's pretty much it. Okay, yeah. Yep. Okay, yeah, mine's a little different. (laughs) I have a feeling. A young woman in the final stages of brain cancer hallucinates four turtles living (laughs) in her house. Sorry. Uh, You can just keep going. (laughs) And and helps them save Manhattan before she passes on. Bravo. God, that makes so much more sense. I was just, because when I was watching it, I'm just like... You know, I'm bored as hell with this movie, so I'm kind of exploring a little bit in my brain, too. Like, what leads this woman to let four teenage mutant ninja turtles live in her house? How bad does that house smell? Oh, my God. Yes. It was, it's awfully dirty. Like, um, these turtles usually hang out in sewers. You'd think they'd clean up after themselves, or at least throw those pizza boxes away. They're teenagers. They are teenagers. Why are they living with a grown woman news reporter? Well, I well, guess they're... Because yeah. they lost their base at the end of the first one, I think, yeah. was the thing. Because this this was... A, I was looking it up, too. This was... A, I'm sure we'll jump into more of it, but... I, this Directly. came out less than a year after the first one came out. They shot them, like, back-to-back or something, because they knew the the property was hot like people were on ninja turtles i thought i thought your plot was really going to be about some some movie producers going after the other green thing which is cash let see then that's what i thought too it should have been plot by uh what's your name on this uh, sugar cane <laughs> sugar boy I, see the, i was gonna say the same thing i thought that they created the first one it got so much buzz that they rushed this one out and no that's doubt. why it's so shitty I mean, I think that is it, but I mean, we can dive into numbers a little bit later on, but it's pretty staggering. Shitty, but great at the same time. All right, so let's start, let's talk about the first one versus the second one, and we're going to do a little backstory. As most of you remember, the original live-action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had characters like Casey Jones, which was big in the cartoons and the action figures. April O'Neil is a news reporter. Uh, these mutants, as well as their little rat friend Splinter, uh, obviously run into this ooze. They become, you know, they 
I don't know. They grow. Mutate. They, yeah, they mutate. mutate into what they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do get in the big battle at the end with Shredder, who honestly, I've only seen him fight for like 30 seconds in two straight movies. Right. Like, what <laughs> is going on with this villain? So the first movie apparently got backlash for being too violent and too dark. And that's why in this movie, in the second movie, you never see the turtles actually fight Shredder. Okay. With and they they don't use their weapons hardly ever in the second movie. You're That's right. True. They never touch Shredder. Uh, in right. the end, he falls through a house or something, or that dock or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's get into the fact that the first one versus the second one, as far as acting and everything, the second one was directed by a guy named Michael Pressman. All right. You want to know what else he's noted for? Mm. A lot of shitty movies, including and the only one to note is Lake Placid. Uh, a couple of years later. You love that. I do. The first one was directed by a guy named Steve Barron. You want to know what else he directed? Caddyshack. No. Close. Coneheads. And I think that's... <laughs> Not close. <laughs> I think he gets a little more buzz for that. Uh, the third one, when they pushed it out two years after the second one, was directed by a guy named Stuart Gillard. Uh, he was known for like a bunch of tweener films, uh, and he had a handful of Leslie Nielsen movies that he directed. Oh, oh, oh Dracula, Dead and Loving It? <laughs> <laughs> wow, I forgot about that. Let's talk some acting. Did you know in the first one, the head bad guy that wasn't Shredder was Sam Rockwell? No. That's a big actor, in my opinion. Um, Corey Feldman played Donatello I in did, the first one. I did know that. Yeah, I remember so that, So they couldn't get Corey Feldman back to do a voice? Like, he's not even well, in the turtle. The he's, reason is because he had, he just got out of rehab before the second one. And they, no, I'm serious. So they, they were like, they thought it'd be negative press, so they nixed him. Oh, wow. For so, real. So then we talk about, this is the biggest difference, and Juicebox mentioned this right before we went on air, is there is a new April uh, from the first one to the second one as mm-hmm. well. And that's one of the main characters of the movie. Yeah. All right, so, so I got a note on that. Do you, okay. do you have more? All right, so the first one was, uh, her name was Judith Hoag, Hoag, I guess. Hoag. And she was not hired to reprise the role due to speaking out on mistreatment of stunt doubles. If you want to put an idea in your head what Judith Hoag looked like, she was also the mom of the deadbeat guy in Armageddon uh, that that when she told him that it was like a salesman that came to the house, and then at the end, it's the only thing that's... We've, I've mentioned this on the podcast before. The only thing that's ever made me tear up is the little kid is holding like a spaceship when he comes back to Earth, and his mom basically told the kid that that is his dad. Uh, that's the mom. That's so if you want to get an idea of what that lady looks like, that whole story should take yep. you right there. <laughs> Timestamp it. One, one hour, 32 minutes into Armageddon. So let's get into Shredder. The first Shredder in the in the Ninja Turtles one was James Saito, right? He's a pretty oh, yeah. iconic-looking uh, Japanese-American guy. Oh, He's yeah. been in some pretty big films, too. Um, Name so. <laughs> I had this up at one point, but uh, the reason I brought up James Saito as Shredder in the first one is because the second one, they make a dra- dramatic turn on who plays Shredder. Do you know who plays Shredder in Secret of the Ooze? Mm, no. Um, well, he was a wrestler in the early 90s. That's Super Shredder. 
Are yeah. you sure? Yes. <laughs> Dude, Shredder, you're thinking Kevin Nash is super Shredder, but that is not him throughout the whole movie. <laughs> I thought it was. You, In I'm, fact, the entire time I was watching this, I was looking at the eyes, and I was like, man, those don't look like diesel what, eyes. What? Come on. How about the fact that the guy's not like 6'8"? All right, so let's dive right into the movie. Uh, I want to start with the opening scene. The opening montage of the movie, why is everyone in New York eating pizza? I don't know, but I that get was my it. note, too. Yeah. Everybody. I really wanted pizza. We, we can't eat pizza in my house anymore, and I really wanted pizza. They've got pizza in restaurants. i got people in restaurants eating pizza. They've got, like, cops with, with like, uh, I don't know. They're at their car with the person they're arresting, and they're, like, eating pizza together. They're this montage. pizza. Yeah. There's, like, a couple on a... a on a fountain and they're drinking like champagne or whatever. And then all of a sudden they put the champagne glasses down and pull up two pieces of pizza. It's just, it's New York pizza. New York pizza is the best. Do you think that's what it was? I don't know. There is that one scene though, where the girl like lifts up the slice, like two feet up and the cheese is still attached to it. It's like, this is the most decadent pizza shot. No no doubt. (laughs) I bet they had a lot of fun uh, making that part of the film and it only lasts literally like 10 seconds or 15 seconds. True. Until they get into the movie. And then, boom, who's the first person to appear in this movie? Bolo. Who? From Bloodsport. That's him. That's a young version of Bolo from Bloodsport. That is not him. Yes, it is. That kid, this kid, (laughs) first of all, Bloodsport came out before this movie. (laughs) I know he was in Sidekicks, uh, the movie about three, I think he might have been in Three Ninjas. He was in Red Sonja. That's what I remember. Oh, Little Sonya. kid in that movie. Was Red Sonja like a Jean Claude Van Damme movie? No. No, it was like uh, Conan. Yeah, female like, Conan. Oh, right? Conan, okay. I think he makes a cameo. Gotcha. So, um, right off the bat, this kid's delivering pizza to who, God knows who. Immediately <laughs> when he walks out of the pizza restaurant to get on his scooter, um, the first thing that happens in the movie is body shaming. And that is a kind of a theme well, throughout this film. Well, but I don't know. Those girls were making fun of him, so he took a crack shot back at them. They weren't. He basically gave them a slight, didn't even hit on them, just said, you know, hey, what's up, girls? Right. They, and then he said, dream on, dweeb. Yeah, and he and, said, yeah, but when I do, I'll dream of something a little thinner. What's wrong with that? <laughs> what's wrong with that? The the they movie. called They called him a dweeb, so he took a pot shot. Yeah. yeah, but she wasn't yeah. even. That's big. just fl- wasn't that's nineties flirting, man. So this kid delivers this pizza uh, to where God knows. So he sees some some shady stuff going. Everybody's on. ordered pizza. <laughs> everybody is everybody in New York is right. eating it. So uh, he sees. First of all, let's go back to this pizza. When they're in that restaurant, it's like a bar. It's like being in Coyote Ugly for pizza. I mean, there are just people <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Oh, man. And so he, he sees some shady stuff going on in this warehouse or this shopping mall across Electronics the street. Electronics are getting Yeah. He sees people yeah. loading stuff up into the back of a truck. He That's decides right. to investigate himself. Mm-hmm. He goes in, and he sees some guys with some, you know, the panties on their head or whatever. Pantyhose. Pantyhose on their head. <laughs> right. And he sees them, obviously, lifting a bunch of electronic equipment. Looting a store. Immediately, he turns into Bruce Lee. He takes out, like, five of these dudes, right? Until he doesn't realize in the rest of the shopping mall, there are, like, 30 other dudes. That's right. Yeah, they're just high... 
that's what I don't understand. So if someone ordered pizza to the shopping mall that they were pulling a massive heist and like robbing every single store all at once. Yeah, I think he was like across the street and saw it and then investigated. But it, but yeah. still, they did not show that in part of the movie. I, but why these guys saw their opportunity because everybody was eating pizza in New York at the same time. You're damn right. So, I mean, but why go in there? Why not call the cops? And why? Why go in there and fight people? I get you. That is true. I mean, citizens arrest. I mean, he knew he had the skills. He's got the skills, so he goes in. He does it. He yeah, wants he to be. He thought it was a couple guys. Turns out to be thirty. Now he's in trouble. Boom! Opening scene. Like opening pops up on the screen. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, two, Secret of the Ooze, and then these turtles flip out of nowhere. No, they come down the same stairs. He came down. <laughs> So like I think they were the ones that ordered the pizza, and they were like, "Wait, They're like where's the, why is the pizza guy going across the street? Oh man, maybe there's a crime. They were probably just hunting their pizza down. Okay, okay, and, that's but my then theory. they saw a fight, and obviously, if you're a Ninja Turtle, you got to sure. get in that fight. That they good. win the fight. What happens next? They go back to April O'Neil's apartment, right? Um, where we find out for the first time that four teenage mutant Ninja Turtles are living with a young twenties uh, news reporter. Uh-huh. In her apartment. In a nice apartment in New York. And a rat. Yeah. She makes bank. And a rat. Yeah. And a and rat. the rat lives upstairs, and so does April. <laughs> Wait. Now, the issue I have with entering this apartment is they come through the fire escape. When they come through the fire escape, I want you guys out there and our, our listenership to, to realize how these turtles are holding these pizza boxes. It's not like when you're holding a pizza box, you're careful. You keep it flat, right? Mm-hmm. You keep it horizontal. Oh. They had that thing. That they, they had it straight turned vertical. For I mean, real. straight <laughs> vertical. Like they're just walking around with these boxes yeah. straight up and down, as if the pizza isn't gonna just slide into one side of it. And then they open the pizza; it's perfectly fine. And and all right, so go ahead. So they bring the pizza in, which yeah, everybody. They, mad they about have it. some conversations. April's like, "Hey, when are y'all gonna get up and get out of my apartment?" You know, right, right. It, it doesn't really tell how much time has lapsed, how how long they've been there. Um, just, I think it has to take place directly after the first movie, right? So they've only been there a couple of days. I'm guessing. Okay, because yeah. I mean, I, th- I think that's the case too, because Shredder was like knocked into a garbage truck at the end of the first one, apparently, uh-huh. and then they just show him like coming out of the garbage dump, like. So I mean, it couldn't have. It, it couldn't what have been is, like the next day. Couple, of, yeah. It's that not. Yeah, it's got to be that. She's already ready for him to get out. She's like, get the hell out. And meanwhile, you see like a stack of thirty-seven boxes of pizza they in the house. Love pizza. They do. Um. So mm-hmm. then she talks about when are y'all gonna find your own place? And they, you know, derive this plan to get out of their apartment. That's their next challenge. Kinda. The the I got to talk about something real quick. So Splinter comes downstairs, right? And I watched this movie with Sam, and Sam was like, I do not like that rat. She was like, <laughs> I mean, she was like, Ew. She thought he was the bad guy. Like, for real. I was like, what do you mean, dude? He's Splinter. He's, you know who Splinter is? He's nice. He's their, you know, he's their master. He's, he's just full of goodness, right? And she's like, he fucking scares me. And throughout the movie, because he's a ninja, he's a ninja master, he just pops up and he, you know, he just pops up, and each time she'd be like, "Oh fuck!" She's like, God. <laughs> "She's like that fucking rat, man." That rat again. She hated him. Hated Splinter. I thought it was great. So I'm in the process of trying to find an animatronic Splinter. <laughs> so I could terrorize Sam. Anyway, so uh, the challenge was to find a new place to live. Also, at the same time, they are bragging about how they beat Shredder in the first film, uh, which was obviously in their world a couple of days ago, maybe mm-hmm. the night before. 
Shredder, all of a sudden, you, you pan over to this uh, dump somewhere in the city, and his hand comes straight up through the garbage. Which will... Re- be a reincurring theme throughout this movie. Hands. Yeah. How many yes. times does that hand come out of the goddamn trash? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, that scene ends, and then all of a sudden uh, we find out that there was a new guy who took over Shredder's team. Shredder comes back and basically reclaims his team. Right, and and he manufactures a new helmet, which looked like I could have done that. I know nothing about metalwork, but I was like, eh. <laughs> Also, yeah. what is that helmet like? Is that helmet good in battle? Like, if you, you got to get past the person and then come back, I don't know. To, it, well, it I just, don't know. He never has to fight anybody. So. <laughs> that yeah, is I'd, true. I'd be hesitant to punch him. You'd cut your hand open. Be like, yeah. oh, fuck your hat. Can we speed this up? Are we gonna go through every single yeah thing? thing? No. Okay. So I'll, I'll go fast because uh, we got to get to a big point in this movie. So here's what happens. Right, Shredder comes back, takes his team back over. Uh, then some news reporters and some people find some honey. I shrunk the kids dandelion somewhere. Obviously there's something that's causing dandelions to become, you know, a thousand times bigger than they would be. Turns out there's this ooze. They find the ooze. The ooze is the thing that created the Ninja Turtles. Uh, there's a doctor trying to destroy it. Uh, let me note, let me give you guys a reference from the doctor in case you haven't seen this. He is the guy behind the bad guy in the movie Titanic. So uh, he's like Billy Zane's uh, dad, or whoever he was in the movie oh, Titanic. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So uh, just put that guy in your head. Um, and then all of a sudden, the turtles are searching for a new home, like I said earlier. Then they find this train station in a sewer underground that's abandoned, and it's immaculate. One, who's paying for the electricity in this no, subway right. station? There are like notorious like abandoned stations and stuff like that in New York that are like immaculate, but just like they rerouted a, brown, a line or they did something differently. So it's like it's there, it's finished, but it'll never be used because it's like some, yep. some weird this, bureaucracy stuff. That is insane. If I found something, this this was a big thing for me when I was a kid. Was this station? Yeah, because I just wanted to go there. Like, where is this? Is this at right. Disney Studios? Um, like it was I, cool. Yeah, yeah. It, absolutely awesome. Uh, then Shredder, you know, gets a hold of this ooze after some, and the scientist. Yeah, and the scientist after some fights, fight in his lab. And he, he and the scientist Shredder makes the scientist build like a backyard still for this <laughs> ooze shit. Yeah, that dude, that was like a meth lab or something. Right, like, he he was cooking up some meth to like jack up those uh, animals. Uh, the two things that he Shredder used the ooze to create uh, was a wolf and a turtle, aka two of the three of the arcade game Rampage. Um, okay, all right. I think they were still in the cartoon or in the comic book, though, right? Weren't these like comic book? Oh, were they? Maybe. I feel like they were. Maybe not. I could be wrong. So uh, it, it brings to a good point of this movie, where obviously you guys can tell or know or have seen what is going to happen. Um, the turtles are going to fight for this ooze. They're going to try to get the ooze back. You know, nobody gets the ooze. They're going to destroy it. That's how things work, right? Mm -hmm. So I want to say to both of you guys that the reason that I brought this episode to light uh, was an ideal I had, and I was wrong. Did you just say an ideal you had? Idea? Okay. (laughs) Maybe there was an L that slipped in there. Because then we'd be talking about two different things. True. (laughs) Shut up. I originally said that there was a concert going on in a nightclub in a warehouse next to a lab filled with ooze. And you were wrong. I was wrong. So they go into this warehouse to fight these two big, you know, mutated creatures, the Rampage characters. Taka and Reza. Yeah, they try to give them donuts to do something. Then they, anyway, 
Next door, like literally through a wall, there is the Dock Shore Club. And I saw on the side, yeah, it was a Dock Shore Club. It's starting to make a little bit more sense, but this next part is not going to make any sense at all. So there's a fight ensues, right? Foot Clan, these two big giants, and four Ninja Turtles. In a nightclub. No, wait. Oh. They're fighting in the warehouse. They get thrown. They Construction one, site. Yeah, Mikey gets thrown through a door. Right, and then the other Ninja Turtles go to rescue him, and then the enemy approaches. They pick Mikey back up and throw him through another door, and through that door on the other side of this wall is a nightclub <laughs> a concert. Yeah. There is a Vanilla Ice concert uh, yes. going on. Yes, yeah. obviously, right? There are a lot of problems with what is about to happen in this movie, and this is the biggest. This is just like I said. This is your biggest departure from reality. Inception of fiction. <laughs> Correct. Okay. The, okay. The, I'm just. I want to make sure I'm clocking, man. This floors me when movies do things like this, right? All right, preach. So all of a sudden, this Ninja Turtle gets thrown through a door, right? Uh-huh. Three other life-size turtles run in. Correct. After them, there are two twice the size of these turtles, turtle and wolf, and they run in. Right. Right. And, and they then, got armor on. And they okay. have armor on, and they're burping for some reason. And they're babies. Yes. Yeah. And then foot, and these guys run in with all black on with red eyes. They kind of go around the wall, but they're not in the center. Right in the middle of a vanilla ice concert, no one in that building runs. No one. They stop and look. Like, if something like this was going on, wouldn't you think to take a couple steps towards the door just in case? I think they did that. Everybody seems to think that it's just part of the show. Because that one guy's like, oh, man, these costumes are... are That's right. What, he makes some comment about how costumes. great the costumes are. And that yeah. was the only thing that saved the entire scene was that one line that they interjected in that guy in the crowd. Well, and, but then Vanilla Ice freestyles about some turtles. So hold you're on, thinking, he didn't on, just write on, that shit, on. did he? <laughs> So the concert stops, right? And they're fighting. And people are watching this fight, including Vanilla Ice and his cohorts on stage. 91 drugs. Within 15 seconds, the DJ finds it in himself to start playing a beat. Good DJ. Yeah. yeah. That is a good DJ. That's what so, the DJ's supposed to so do. So he starts this beat, and then Vanilla Ice just starts bobbing his head. And he looks at his boys, and they start doing the shoulder. You know, they only dance with Show their me. shoulders. While this is this music's going on, there is a massive fight in a nightclub, right? And then all of a sudden, yo, it's the green machine gonna rock the town without being seen. Have you ever seen a turtle get down? No. Nope. Slamming and jamming to the new swing sound. Yeah, everybody let's move. Vanilla is filled with a new jack groove gonna rock and roll the place with the power of the ninja turtle bass. Iceman, you know I'm not playing. Devastate the show while the turtles are saying. Ninja, ninja, rap. First of all, there is absolutely no way Vanilla Ice is clever enough to come up with a freestyle. I don't know. Did you hear the words to that freestyle? I felt like anybody <laughs> that was like a halfway decent at freestyling could come up with that. So, right when Vanilla Ice starts rapping, this fight is still going on. Uh-huh. Everybody in the show just turns around and ignores this fight, right? They're like, all right, Ice is rapping again. Let's turn back <laughs> I around. Paid damn good money for this. <laughs> yes. Anything could have happened. They could have got hit with any of those weapons. Those big mutated monsters could have eaten any of them, and they don't care because Ice is on stage, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I can only assume that everybody's on drugs. 
uh, how about this? All of a sudden, the turtles coordinate a dance right out of nowhere, uh, out of thin air. I would for say the, for the vanilla ice song. I would say it's pretty fly. Okay, let's talk about what goes on next. Shredder shows up, right? All of a sudden, he's stage left. Like, he just knew where to come in, you know, in this nightclub. Well, he's like, look, dude, I, I've sent these monsters in. I sent my clan in. Nobody can get this job done. I can take these punks. You bring up a good point, because as soon as Shredder is shown on the screen, what happens? The entire place stops. Vanilla Ice stops rapping. The people stop dancing. They're all looking at Shredder. Now he is delete. He is not even close to being as scary looking as that wolf know, and that you, turtle. Do you see that hat? It looks <laughs> like we've talked about the hat. Getting a tetanus shot just looking at it. Okay, here's what happens next. Ice and his crew is just allowed to leave, and that's where I said, "What the fuck?" Like Shredder just you know turns a blind eye while vanilla ice and the the talent just walk off the stage everybody else has to stay there right nobody's running then he takes a hostage then he drinks some ooze then he turns into super shredder we all know what happens then he falls through a building cuz he's way too big and kevin nash at that point and they didn't beat him again they still haven't beat him he beat yeah. himself he did beat himself real quick like what was shredder's pl- shredder threatened to dump the ooze on a woman that was at the concert yeah, right. which we uh, should believe would turn her into a super, super Susan, woman. A- super yeah, like, Amazon woman, yeah. super Sharon. Yeah. yeah, and everybody was af- afraid of that. Then all of a sudden, Shredder just downs the ooze, turns into Super Shredder, and just I don't know. And that's Floor the, can't did, support he, him. did he just have to dump it on himself, or did he have to drink it? And they never got, showed that. Yeah, he got blasted outside, and I don't know. It got also, on. his clothes and spikes grew after he drank the right. beer, or the ooze. Can I bring that up to, you said he got blasted outside. How did he get blasted outside? Oh, my God. He was standing in front of an amp. They They cranked it up to 11. They plugged in a guitar, a keytar, and then all of a sudden, Mikey hits the keytar, and Shredder blasts across the entire warehouse, not even out the back door, like the entire warehouse. Yeah, lifted 20 feet in the air, flies through the windows. Yeah. Do you think that happens? Because that's also portrayed. <laughs> yeah, all the time. You really got to be careful around amps. Okay, so to end it, I want to say that it ends with the front page of a newspaper uh, and Shredder. They're back in the you know safe and sound back in the tunnels Subway, underground. Yeah. All of a sudden, Tre- uh, Splinter pulls up a newspaper uh, that says like. Uh, what does it say? Pizza wrap or no, a Ninja Turtle wrap yeah. or something like that. So I just said, wait, Vanilla Ice made front page news for a made up on the spot rap about the Ninja Turtles where there was no press there. So how, like, was there just a reporter in the crowd that was a part of the newspaper? Well, just didn't add up. They know a reporter. So, you know, maybe it. <laughs> that reporter. But she was a television reporter. Right, right. Yeah, but maybe it got out on, you know, AP. She probably and had then, some friends. Yeah. Uh, do you know what kind of turtles the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are? Box turtles? No. Uh, snapping turtles? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> they, <laughs> they are red-eared uh, slider turtles, which is, in the comics, they have like a red band. They all have red bandanas, and that's where that's what the red hmm. bandana was. Yeah. Interesting, how, huh? How did you know that? I had to fucking look it up, man. Okay. What do you mean? I did that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I was just carrying that knowledge around. All right, so now that we've kind of covered Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Turtles, uh, no, wait a minute, Secret of the Ooze, uh, there are a couple of things we like to do on Cool Up and Sugar Cane's Redbox movie reviews. We put our own tagline to the movie, so all movies have their own taglines. We, we read it aloud, 
in a movie voice, and then we insert our own taglines in a movie voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what is the ori- juice box? What is the original tagline to this? Lean, green, and on the screen. Oh, they took the cheap way out. Like, I, I think that was mine. Or that was what I was going to do. I got one. All right, go for it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. The secret of the snooze. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. I think I need to go on a diet. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Secret of the ooze. I can't believe... <laughs> I can't believe they wrecked this nightclub. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. April O'Neil's poor bathroom. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the secret of the pizza sauce in New York City. (laughs) (laughs) It must be fucking great, dude. Because everybody (laughs) is Is eating pizza. Is this still part of the tagline? (laughs) All right. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, what's going on in Splinter's penthouse? All right, all right. Let's rate this thing and then uh, and then shut it down. All right, our final segment on today's podcast is what we like to do every time we review a movie is we rate it. We all have our own rating systems. If you've listened to us before, you know what those are. If not, you're going to find out. We're not going through all of them. So if you want to go back to a previous podcast, check that out. One of the ones that say Redbox movie reviews. So, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and rate this thing. I just saw the most amazing thing in my entire life! And that is because it still rings true to me today. As I was a kid, it takes me back to that age of life when I had no responsibility, no worries, nothing at all. I love the way that Jim Henson created these characters. I think that they work perfectly. It trumps CGI. It has vanilla ice in an incredibly weird nightclub scene in this movie. I think the coloring is great when they go into the ooze factory or wherever they're making the ooze. I just think that they pushed the color. They made it fun. It's like watching a video game. Okay. All right. Were you that skeptical as a kid? Were you, were you kid Bucky like, oh, man, I can't wait. This nightclub, what are they doing? I wasn't. I just enjoyed Vanilla Ice. I think. Okay. When I was a kid, I was just I was in awe. I was in a theater with a sold out theater back then. They, you don't see that anymore. Like yeah, it was. I mean, it was exciting. And candy yeah. up in the air. It's like the you know. It's okay for the for the nostalgia kick. I'm gonna give it impressive, which is my middle of the road rating because. I mean, it wasn't great. I mean, clearly, I don't, I'm not sure it's aged very well, but I do remember watching it and being super excited about it. I'm going... Buzz your girlfriend. Woof. Which is my lowest rating because this movie was stupid. <laughs> well, I maybe mean... I'll, maybe I'll change my opinion, you know, when I have a five-year-old or something, but right now... Whew. We'll revisit it here in a few years then. Um, well, we hope you really enjoyed another episode. There's nothing further to say. Um, these are just our opinions. We want to put them in your ear holes every week. Right. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, today's uh, podcast was Cool Whip and Sugarcane's Red Box Movie Reviews, doing business as Raising Nashville. Yeah. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed listening. If you don't have children, have one. Have one. Catch up. Yeah. We want you to know what we go through. Yeah. The fear. Yeah.
it's the green machine Gonna rock the town without being seen Have you ever seen a turtle get down? Slamming and jamming to the new swing sound Yeah, everybody let's move Vanilla is filled with the new jack groove Gonna rock and roll the place With the power of the ninja turtle bass Iceman, 